0: Welcome to Mihinte on Air on 100.5 and 790 News Radio WSGW and online WSGW.com. Now, here is your host, Larry Rodarte. Hello, hello. Good evening, everyone. I hope you are all well. I hope you're having a wonderful summer. A thriving community can have beautiful murals to help tell their story. Flint has elaborate paintings cascading down their buildings and so does Southwest Detroit. With the help of the Great Mural Project, Saginaw is on its way to have murals as an integral part of the community. Enter the latest mural painted at Las Estrellas del Norte at 2406 North Michigan Avenue right here in Saginaw. The public is invited to watch the mural come to life when Detroit artist Freddie Diaz takes his paint and brushes and produces the Estrella Muro. And today I have Freddie Diaz here in the studio, an inspiring artist, a young man from Detroit, and he is giving homage to his Latino-Mexican culture in the murals that he produces. Born and raised in Southwest community known as Mexican Town, and to him a picture is a poem without words. He builds platforms and relationships with other and local and international artists, and he's here today. Welcome, Freddie Diaz.
1: Hey, what's up, man? Thank you for having me.
0: Appreciate being here. (laughs) Yeah, thanks for being here. What an exciting time on social media. It's been an uproar when so many of us here in Saginaw have seen that there's a mural depicting Latino culture in our community. So we're really uh, happy to have you, Freddie. And um, we also have in studio Cassie Zimmerman, who is with The Great Mural Project, and she's going to tell us a little bit about that. Welcome to the studio, Cassie.
2: Thanks. Good to be here.
0: Well, as I mentioned, on if you're heading north on Michigan Avenue and you're going to get on the 675 corridor there, if you look to the right, the Estrella Bakery is right there, and you'll see depicted on the walls a beautiful mural in that Freddie is painting that is depicting what they do there in the bakery and that is they make pan dulce sweet bread as well as tortillas and you can see one of the owners there Estrella, is painted where she's actually making tortillas and that is at the heart of every mexican family i think wouldn't you say Freddie?
1: yeah yeah no for sure i think um i think it's important to uh you know, just be inclusive of, of the foundation that was created in that business and just to tell that story, to get, took an opportunity to, uh, you know, educate people. And, you know, it's, I think it also just kind of serves as a reminder, like, uh, for the business owners and, and the family, you know, why they get up every day and why they do what they do, you know, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. So so let's take it back here. Let's talk about how this mural, the, I'm going to call it the uh, La Estrella Mural, came about with the... the the Great Mural Project. Can you, Cassie, tell us a little bit how this came to be?
2: Sure, so Alberto is the son of um, the owners and really it's a family owned bakery and has been since they opened their doors and I believe it was 1993. They've been around quite a long time and they've had this location since 2000. So Alberto has been close with us in the past and on our different projects that we've worked on, we always try to bring in a community advisory committee to talk to the artists so that murals are representative of the community. Well, since we've worked with Alberto many times in the past and he is right in that riverfront core district and he's right at a, the bakery is right at a gateway in and out of the city. Um, and, and we noticed that the wall on the bakery has been in pretty bad shape for quite a while. So we approached Alberto and his family and asked, would you be interested in a mural? We, we apply for grant money, and then just ask for a small match, anything that the owners of a business can do. And the family agreed to fix up the wall and totally prepare it. And then they have just been rock stars throughout this entire process, working with Freddie to get the best design for their bakery and for their family. And we, we just wanted to help that wonderful family fix up their building. And it's great advertising for this business that is a staple in the Saginaw community.
0: Yeah, and we're talking about Alberto Jimenez. Many of us know him as Beto in the community, and he comes from the Jimenez family, as mentioned, which are great entrepreneurs. Um, his tia Maria Gomez has the Maria Restaurant Bakery on State Street, not bakery restaurant, and then tia Chole has um, the restaurant El Rancho Grande across the street from Estrellas Bakery. So they they really are and entrepreneurs that uh, came to this country from Celaya, Mexico, and have done great things to help our thriving community. But I want to talk with Freddie here about what actually he feels when he, here he comes from Southwest Detroit, a community that has all kinds of murals, beautiful murals, a number of different artists, and um, he comes to Saginaw that we're just starting to have murals. Can you tell me how it has been for you coming to Saginaw?
1: Um, I think it's a. I think it's a very different. Uh, there are many different things that come to mind because it it brings me back to when I first started doing murals and how I kind of had a, you know, contribute to creating a scene where I was from because, uh, th- just the kind of artwork in my in my background that I came from, it really wasn't necessarily you know considered art yet or appreciated the way that it is now. And so, um, when I get to Saginaw. It just reminds me of how I had to kind of slowly work to, you know, win over the community, kind of, you know, just slowly build brick by brick and, and, you know, get there. And um, it it ended up working out for both of us because we all kind of, in the end, we all kind of needed, you know, to be able to share that culture, share that, you know, uh, something that people can enjoy. Public art is, you know, I always say it's for the people. Uh, And so uh, I, I look at it in that aspect, but... You know me being from somewhere else you know obviously uh definitely p- also plays a big role i think uh you know just being in saginaw i think it's it's a great opportunity for me to be a sponge uh mm-hmm. definitely come come here to learn i don't come here to like think i know what saginaw wants or needs uh i'm i'm man ever since i've pulled up it's been nothing but love so i i gotta shout out saginaw and everybody out here that's been uh, holding me down taking care of me
0: that's great that's great to hear that and you know southwest detroit um those murals i want to know where you come from and what i mean by that is not only you yourself being born in southwest detroit but where are your parents from
1: oh uh, well my parents they uh, my dad's from durango and my mom is from san luis potosí and uh which is very two different universes <laughs> uh they met in north carolina my parents were uh, farm workers and during the reagan era they were able to uh become legal citizens and uh Michigan was known for uh, a lot of work during that time, and so they ended up leaving North Carolina to move to Detroit, where then uh they had a house on West Grand Boulevard, which is like a really really big, oh yeah, well known you know area. And so, um, yeah, man, they uh they've always been DIY, and I I kind of grew up without them being around because they worked so much, but uh, they gave me an opportunity to always have you know an the opportunity to be out in the street and like learn as much. Very, very young. And so I, I stumbled on graffiti as, like, a outlet and, like, a, a way that I could find myself and express myself. Uh, during the time of it, was, like, a lot of heavy gangs in the area, a lot of things were uh, drug use, a lot of stuff was popular, but uh, what seemed the most sense to me and just what was the most fun was graffiti because we were always just kids on our bikes or, you know, going in abandoned buildings and just, like, having fun and, you know, just being gone all day. And I knew my parents were going to be home at a certain time, so... As Mm -hmm. long as I was home by that time, I
0: was all right. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, Southwest Detroit has, I think, in the last few years, gone from a lot of uh, graffiti that you had seen to more of a a muralistic city, wouldn't you say? I'd say in the last decade. Can you tell me a little bit about how you have seen how that's evolved?
1: I I think it just became a all that ev- I think, I think the evolution began when the city started to become a little bit more uh, uh, successful and 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 being able to generate, you know, budgets and uh, money started coming into the city for renovations. Uh, that's that's when we started getting resources because, you know, I granted I didn't know what I was going to be doing uh, personally in my journey. I didn't know it was going to be a muralist. I didn't know that this would even I'd even make a living. There was no money and. My art pro the Detroit public school art programs, they're rough, man. We don't. There's no funding. Like I think art is like the first thing that gets ignored, and so, uh, once you know money started to come in, uh, artists you know started to feel like they can transition, and have that you know have that platform, have that you know that uh, opportunity to become something more than graffiti. And so, um, I don't necessarily think that graffiti writers aren't gifted. I think that. It's just lack of uh, finding the right people that can help guide them. That I I always like to use the Mike Tyson example. It's like Mike Tyson was just you know out here. He had no guidance. He probably didn't have parents, you know, until he found the right coaches, you know, to help guide him to him being the heavyweight champ. So yeah, it's just it takes a village, you know. And I think that once the city started to come up, uh, everybody we started to see the beauty in in our own people.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I. I had a conversation with Freddie yesterday and I was talking to him about um, some of the resistance that he may have had as an artist, whether it was um, from, you know, like you mentioned, lack of funding or from your parents' point of view. Can you tell us a little about what you shared with me yesterday in regard to your father and your mother?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, you know, like I said uh, early in this interview, I said my parents were kind of never really home because they worked so much. So there was this big lecture that they always said. And and, I mean, I think I want to say maybe every, almost every first gen might get this conversation, but it's like uh, when your parents kind of tell you how they got here and they tell you all the experiences they went through. And so my parents were always keen on like, we we had to walk, you know, a week and a half, almost two weeks through the desert. You know, we we didn't, you know, we, we went to a country, we didn't know a word of how to speak English and we figured it out. So it's like, you got to come and you got to like, you know, there's this pressure of like, you got to be this, this successful person out because ain't no way we did all this for you. And then you go and want to do art. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, it was like, it was rough because it's a lot of pressure. And, you know, I mean, when you're in your, I want to say late teens, early twenties, you're just trying to figure it out. And so, you know, I went through that. I, I still kind of go through it. I think it's a transition. I want to say right now with my, with my family where, you know, now I got their attention and there's a lot more support, but it it, man. I would. It took so much, you know, and and it continues to take. I think that you know my dad is supportive now. He wasn't always the most supportive, but I don't think that if I wouldn't have had that, I don't know if I'd be where I am. You know, I see. I think sometimes, you know, you need people to doubt you. You need a, it brings out the best in you, and and you got to take everything with a grain of salt, or you know, or just find a way to make something positive out of out of your negatives. And you know, it's cliche, but it's uh, it's true.
0: Yeah. Very nicely said, nicely said. Cassie, I want to ask you about the Great Mural Project, because that just started in 2017 here in Saginaw. Mm -hmm. And I don't think too many people know about it and what you guys have accomplished in such a short period of time. So can you elaborate and tell us a little bit about that?
2: So... We're really just a group, there's three of us, who who kind of organize these murals, and essentially what we do is, and, and our mission has been to try to find underutilized spaces maybe that aren't as beautiful as they could be, but are publicly accessible and very visible is what we strive for. So in 2007, we started meeting, and since then we've done one mural every year. Um, and last year was kind of more of an unusual year, but we started with the corner of Genesee and Washington. There's a huge mural. I believe it was, I want to say it's 27 by about 100. Um, it's We call it the downtown Saginaw love. That's one that gets recognized, I think, the most, and we find pictures of it online all the time,
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and we wanted to focus first on downtown and old town, so we did one in old town as well. It's on the North Side of Fralias, which is um, a restaurant in Old Town Saginaw, and then the next year we got funded. Each year we're funded by different funding sources, depending on what it is. Sometimes that kind of dictates what we do, but generally we have tried to involve the community in these community advisory sessions that I spoke about earlier, um, and. And we want these murals to really beautify the space, but also be representative of whatever area it's in. So under the Court Street Bridge that we did last year is all based on the watershed. It has native animals to Saginaw. Um, it actually is more of a graffiti style mural because there was graffiti down there. And so we weren't trying to totally go away from that. We did clean it up and cover up a bunch, which now more people have added to the mural. and primarily in a way that is actually positive to it they they drew hearts they wrote their name they actually there was some butterflies and fish down there some people added additional ones that are just as beautiful i would say as the ones that we hired out Um, and then we also did a -a paint-a-thon event last year which was the biggest project that we ever did we were able to do an entire event during covid because it was all outside and it was the span of multiple blocks from court street to fordney so it was all the way across that saginaw bridge and we involved the community in a variety of ways throughout that event um but yeah our, and then this year obviously we're focusing on uh, our latino history in saginaw and we kind of decided to go in a direction that is more focused on diversity and focusing on the different elements of saginaw and what makes saginaw saginaw
0: yeah well thank you very much for that and i i am a recipient of re- walking through the the court street corridor i walk to the ojibwe island and i get to see the butterflies painted and all the colors and so it really is a is a nice uh uh, addition to our community when 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 that happened last year during covid so thank you so much for that now freddie i want to ask you when you have um a mural that you're you're going to be doing and you're preparing for. Is there a certain method or a, uh, a certain style that you adhere to when you start painting, or is it just off free free uh, thinking? Or
1: oh, uh, I I think a lot of it is uh, it is always premeditated. I try to do a lot of uh, research on you know who I'm working with and you know try to become as educated as I can about uh, whose building it is and and what their story is. I think that. Uh, I think that that's the most important thing is uh, community. I th- I'm, I'm very lucky that like my whole upbringing has been, you know, community driven, and so I've always had that experience. And, and And it's always been, you know, subtle. I never knew it uh, it existed until I started getting out to other places, and I realized like, dang, like uh, I I really have a lot of people to thank for that. You know, I I didn't come up with that myself, and so yeah, like th- this is particularly as well. It's like, you know, I get together with the, uh, you know, the the people who hired me and and the owners and, and kind of ask them questions on like, you know, how long they've been a business for, uh, what, what, you know, what's their day to day, you know, what, what has been, how did they start? What has been the biggest changes from then till now, you know, um, things like that. And and I think all those things kind of helped me put together a template. So then like, after I get, you know, a couple things from this template, then I start to play with the design and then, you know, I'll probably do maybe three, four sketches and then I don't show nobody. But mm-hmm. then I pick the best one that I think, <laughs> or yeah. the best two, and then that they can decide.
0: Well, as as I mentioned earlier in the program, when you have um, a matriarch who is making tortillas, you know she's rolling out the masa there, and that's what this, that's what's big with this mural. I mean, you're you're touching the heart of the Latino community there. What made you think to do that? I, this this mural, I I wanted
1: to focus on you know where we started. You know, Mm -hmm. like that, if I could give a message, it's, it's for this, for this family, I want it to just be a reminder every day, you know, they, they're going to wake up every morning and be like, damn, this is where we started. This is what, this is why we do this, you know? And so, um, man, Saginaw's got so many great, talented people. And I think the, the opportunity to just, you know, give them that, you know, that energy. I I think that that's what, why art is so powerful. I think that you can always, you know, you know, uh, give energy off from just a uh, visual, it's visual energy. And so like, I, I I always wanted the mom and pop, you know, I want to focus on the mom and pop shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that authenticity of like, I think it represents any everything it means to be Mexican uh, in this country. It's like, we get here with the goal, with the dream. And so uh, that was them, That was they're, they're, they're in the kitchen, they're working and that was like their dream. We're gonna build this, you know, one tortilla at a time or one bread at a time. <laughs> we'll get to where we gotta get to, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, that, that's beautiful. Every week on this show, uh, because of my ties to the Union Civica Mexicana, um, I always talk about that civic organization that has been in this community for now over 75 years. And it's funny because Freddie here, he is painting on the mural this matriarch who's rolling out tortillas, and it's Bernada. If you look at her face, it's Bernada Jimenez, who is the wife of Santos, who is the mother of Beto Jimenez. And Bernada was Bernada Costilla back in the day. And in the 70s, in the mid 70s, she was actually the queen of La Union Civica Mexicana. She was the reina. So it's it's kind of, there's some beautiful history there. And then the following year, I believe her sister also was uh, the reina. So um, they, the family was really involved. And her mother was actually very instrumental, along with the mother before her, because they were damas de Guadalupe at St. Joseph Catholic Church. So you're depicting a whole line of women who have been so involved in our cultural community here in Saginaw with such a history. And I'm so glad that I remember Bernada's name all of a sudden because I couldn't (laughs) remember her name. And that's a hard name to say sometimes but uh bernie some people call her i call her bernada la reina de la union Cívica Mexicana. so i if you drive by that mural you're going to see her face up there and freddie did a a very simple uh depiction of her but it looks exactly like her and he's also doing Santos Jimenez as well who have you know they've been doing this this bakery since 1993 first in carlton michigan and then uh, now at the location on Michigan Avenue there. So kudos to them, the family. There's so much history there, but man, they really hit a home run with the Great Mural Project and bringing in Freddie Diaz because Freddie Diaz is known throughout the state, probably throughout the United States with many uh, artists, but there, you have quite a following, wouldn't you say? Uh, and you, you can be humble, but I know that many people know of your art there in Southwest Detroit.
1: Yeah, I, well, I, I, like I said, it takes a village. I, I thank everybody that's been supportive of me because uh, a lot of it has just snowballed. It's been, you know, people that always think of me when, you know, projects come about or, you know, like you, man. Like, you, you might not be an uh, art director, but, like, if someone says, hey, man, murals, and then you're like, oh, I know somebody. And so yeah, that's kind of, I, I, I honestly, I'm grateful. Like, I, I think that, you know, I wouldn't be anything without the people that support me, so. You know kudos to them
0: <laughs> yeah well you know your work uh, speaks for itself obviously and that's why you're in such high demand and I've seen like the Calavera face uh, dancers with the, the folkloric dancer the mural there and I believe last year you also did a mural to Vanessa Kean yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a national uproar you know when Vanessa passed away and there was protests and um, Freddie uh, did a mural in Southwest Detroit that was beautiful, it was beautifully done, and, and there were so many around the country. And so I'm so glad that Detroit was representative in Michigan and giving support to that family because it, it was a national issue that needed to be talked about, and and, and Freddie was there making uh, that beautiful mural. What other murals have you done over the, the last few years in, in Southwest Detroit?
1: Oh, I, I mean, my whole upbringing was Southwest Detroit. I, uh, I wouldn't I spent some time in Europe before I started doing murals in in the city, because uh, at the time that I was in art school, I, there really was no curriculum for the for the things I wanted to do. And so, you know, and I had a lot of pressure. Like I didn't really, I really didn't fit in in art school. So like, there's a lot of there's a lot of culture clash there. You know, being yeah. first gen and like not having nobody to, especially an artist, I didn't have nobody to really. You know, help guide me And so I, I ended up just leaving uh, I, I worked as a studio assistant out there A couple months And then I came home And then I realized You know, I can You know, that's what I wanted to do And so I started knocking on every business You know, every gas station Car wash, restaurant You name it And Mi Pueblo was actually the first You know, uh, restaurant to give me a hand And, and uh, you know uh, Jesse you Or Don Chuyas He's a guy who Man, he's been a Big mentor for me you know, he's really, really humble, really uh hungry guy and uh he's always uh set me straight if I once I get a little distracted, he's uh you know, we we have good conversations and so he kinda helped me on I think the beauty of uh working with local local business has always been like you deal with a different owner and every owner has a way to do things. And yeah. so you're 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 picking different you're almost going to business school for free and so he you know, just working with all these clients, I've I've been able to learn how to move and like you know, but like uh, a lot of it was, you know, homebred, you
0: know. Yeah, well, well, we'll talk a little bit more about that as we go into commercial here. We'll be right back here on Mi Gente On Air. This is Mi Hinta On Air on WSGW. You're listening to Mi Gente on Air on WSGW. Welcome back. Welcome back, Mi Gente. Thank you for being with us this Sunday evening where we talk about Latino culture, concerns, and contributions. I'm your host, Larry Rodarte, and today in the studio, I have the popular muralist from Southwest Detroit. His name is Freddie Diaz. And also, we have Cassie Zimmerman from The Great Mural Project, an entity in Saginaw that is beautifying our community with murals on our buildings, and I hope that this will continue on for many years. Cassie, can you tell me a little bit about what is in store in the future with your Great Mural Project?
2: Yeah, so we don't necessarily have funding already for these projects in the future, but we're always trying to be ahead of the game and meeting with groups and trying to figure out what would be possible. So right now, I'm not sure if you guys are aware, but the city has big plans for Wicks Park. They're planning on doing some different things with the drive. They're trying to work with the Go High group, which is a group that funded that, that got together to keep that park clean. Um, that's on the southeast side of Saginaw. So we're working on one of the kind of iconic pavilions down there. We want to of get it fixed up and hire a muralist to come in and completely rehab that and make it kind of a destination place where families can gather and have picnics and uh, just family gatherings. We're also looking at one of the only alleyways that we have in the city of Saginaw that has actually in the city core that has large buildings along it is in Old Town, right off of Court Street, in between kind of Court and Hancock, and. One, a few of the building owners are really interested in us doing a tribute to Jim Fives, who anybody who's involved in the mural community knows Jim Fives was a very big name for mural artists here in Saginaw. He passed away, sadly, I I believe it's been maybe just at five years now, and he has two murals already in that alleyway, and we want to make that entire thing a tribute to him and just continue to add to his legacy.
0: Very nice, very nice. Freddie, I want to know in Southwest Detroit, it's known so much for the cuisine. And you mentioned that you have the murals at Mi Pueblo restaurant, which is very popular for anybody uh, coming from out of town. That's one of the, the more popular restaurants. But tell me a little bit about your experience with maybe some of the restaurants there in, in your murals and some of the food and what you would recommend.
1: Oh I, man, I think we're spoiled, man, because it's a it's a very competitive scene. Uh, I can say everybody wants to have the best restaurant, the best food, and you know I think the consumers are the are the winners because we get to always decide. Oh well, what do I want to eat today? And so um, you know, I've been. I mean, I would. I really want to give a praise to uh, Huicho, Diaz, and Nancy, uh, the owners at El Parian. They've been. You know, they recently took over Los Altos. They got uh, La Palapa. They got. Uh, I want to say like four or five food trucks. El uh um off Springwells by the McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one there. They got Los Altos. Los Altos is right next to uh, down the street from El Pueblo. and uh, La Palapa. I think they're gonna open up back up. I had it had caught on fire, but they they're gonna open back up soon. They're on Londo, um,
0: and no, I- now Los Altos. That's on Werner. That right. one's on Verner. Verner yeah, that okay. one's on
1: Verner, and uh, I don't know what English. I don't know what that other cross street is. It's right uh, next to the next restaurant I'm going to mention, which is uh, Nacimiento, which is also a good mm, one. Do that's Rigo. one of my
0: favorites.
1: Yeah, Rodrigo's. Uh, he's he, yeah. <laughs> he's a hard man. He he's old school Mexican, reminds me and my dad. He's a hard person. Uh, but I love him, man. He's they're all, they're all great people. I think all been supportive of, of everything that I've done, and you know uh, I've I've been had the honor to also you know do stuff with them, work with them. Um, who else? Oh, there's a new truck, it's uh, it's right off Trumbull and Rosa Parks. It's called Antojito Southwest. And he's a young, young uh, uh friend that I knew from when I was in high school. His name's Jose Perez, young guy, man. But they're doing birria tacos, quesabiria uh, you know, they do uh, mulitas, they do um, asada fries, man. They they throw down, they're they're like the new. Hip uh, mm-hmm. food truck that 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 just came out and so uh, everybody's been rocking with them uh, and they've been blowing up on the internet. So if anybody wants to do like Birrio with the dip and all that fancy oh, stuff, yeah, uh, Antojito Southwest. Uh, mm-hmm. Who else I could, Who can I think? Well, of? you
0: know, our, I think for my general audience that the listeners, these some of these restaurants that we're talking about as well as the, the streets in Southwest Detroit may be foreign. And so we've got to come up with a way that we can, um, you know, have some type of uh, communication, maybe uh, on social media, Facebook or whatever, where Mexican town, there's more information about where these are located. Because if you tell somebody from Saginaw, hey, go to Southwest Detroit and get, you know, they've got the best whatever, tacos or whatever, where are they going to go? Where, what are they, where, where do they go at that point? So I know that if you've experienced southwest detroit not only do they got some beautiful cuisine in restaurants they've got such a cultural aspect there with uh, some of the stores as well as now the murals i mean you could actually go down into southwest detroit drive down there if you if you have somebody who knows the community and they can actually give you like a tour of southwest detroit and the beautiful murals and you can tell the stories i know there are other muralists that i'm friends with and they've taken me on personal tours and i'm like wow this is like going walking into a museum it's like a large museum it happens to be the city mexican of mexican town southwest detroit and you could be there for hours you know and then of course you're going to go to some of the great bakeries and eat the panduce and you're going to go to the mexican restaurants and it's just an ex- a-, a beautiful experience to go into southwest detroit so for my greater listening audience community I encourage you to take that drive. It's 90 miles south on 75, and you can just enjoy the beauty of what Southwest Detroit offers to Michiganders and to the world. So, I, I you know, we got to work on that somehow. we got to collaborate to make sure that, you know, throughout Michigan, people are going to be able to know where to go, what restaurants. It's, it's got to be like a little you know, map, you know, that shows the different restaurants. If you want the best fish tacos, this is where you go, you know. But kudos to all those businesses because Southwest Detroit is the place now to go to. It has been for many, many years. But I think with the evolution of immigrants that have come to that community, it's gotten better. It's just gotten better through the years. Wouldn't you say, Freddie, tell me a little bit about your experience as a young man, only not even 30 years old, who born and raised in Southwest Detroit?
1: I I mean I just think it's been a snowball effect. I think it's it's been a combination of of everybody just starting to take a little more pride in where we live, and I would say just as as a city in general, not just Southwest. But uh, man, I think I think it's it's exciting um, when people start to love their where they live and what uh, and they start to think about the future there instead of. You know, just trying to make it, and and once they realize that, you know, all it takes is just a little investment in yourself and in and the things that are 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 your surroundings, you realize that there's you know you that's all you really needed this whole time. You know that unity is is, is really key. And um, no, I mean I mean it's it's inspiring. I'd say I, I get to wake up every day and 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 be a part of it. You know, so I'm I'm definitely grateful and I and um I'm motivated by it for sure.
0: You know, I seen a quote from you where you said you had so much faith in the city of Detroit to be a place where people want to come and visit.
1: That Yeah, that was always my—that's my, always been my goal because when I spent time in Europe, everybody, like, you know, they look at America as, like, all the big cities, L.A., sh- Chicago, you know, Houston. They don't ever think about Detroit. You know, every time I would tell somebody, I'm from Detroit, they're like, Detroit, of all places— and so it was like, man, what's wrong with Detroit? And it's like, yeah, they you know, I'd say Saginaw, Detroit, and Flint, all of all Michigan cities are pretty similar in the terms of like that grit, that, that, uh, that hustle. Like everybody, you know, we, we got our own authenticity and we're not afraid, you know, <laughs> of anybody. And so I feel like that's where people get us wrong. I think people think that, you know, these are p- dangerous places to visit because of what you hear on the news. But beyond that, like, man, all my neighbors are like, you could say they could, they can be crazy, you know. Like if you look at them wrong, but you know, you you could feel, you could leave your house and feel safe that they're gonna watch over your neighborhood in a sense. So like, I'd rather have that than, you know, have somebody calling the cops on me because my music's too loud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and
0: and and they're workers, they're workers in that community. It just like many of the workers here in Saginaw, because so many came as migrant workers or immigrants. And they came for that better life here in the, the United States. And then they found employment in in the, the GM plants. You know, in, in our case here in Saginaw, it was the gray iron plant. So many uh, men uh, found work way back in the 40s and 50s. And then they found housing in the First Ward area right there by St. Joseph Catholic Church. And so that's where the heart of the Latino community comes from in Saginaw. And I know that um, my family... Has a lot of history there. There's everybody pretty much that I know comes. Uh, you know, I'm talking about the Latinos now. They come from migrant families that had. You know, somewhere down the line, their great grandfather or their great grandmother they worked in the migrant fields and they worked in the cherry fields in Traverse City. They picked everything. So I mean that that's our history, and I'm I'm proud to say it because I love to hear that I love to hear the stories that my father would tell me as a migrant worker. He didn't like to talk about it too much. You had to really bring it out of him. But um, times are different now, you know. And in those days, the 40s and 50s, it must have been really rough. And I think with race relations now in our country, especially after 2020, everybody's looking for, you know, how can we diversify who we are as a community, as, as a people. And it's, it's, not, it's not the way it was, say, 20 years ago. Times have changed. We've evolved and it's going to keep evolving as we continue to be a great country of diversity. So, Freddie, I also want to just ask you, you know, who are your influences? Like, who do you, who has inspired you to do what you do as a muralist?
1: Oh, well, I would say first and foremost, my parents. You know, I mean, it's very generic, right? But, you know, they, they're they people that came with nothing. And every day I leave, I, I'm motivated by you know, how their resilience, you know, and, and then, and then again, it's a village is, is so many people, I would say, um, I got a lot of people that help that really do look out for me, so I'm really, really, really lucky, uh, that's my dude Jesus, uh, he writes there, he's from Mexico City, uh, my homie Dice, he's, uh, from Paris, he's, uh, he's the one who held me down when I didn't have, like, he gave me a place, he gave me things to do when I was out in Europe trying to figure it out, you know, my homie's, uh, in Italy too, Napoli, they're uh, the Wild Boys. I got, I got people out west, you know, that inspire me, musicians, like my homie Kuko. I say him and his band, like, uh, they're also into like the New Line X uh, genre, and I guess you could say that. I I don't like uh, boxing people in, into into genres, but he's a musician that's really successful, and he's Chicano, he's first gen. Mm-hmm. Uh, my art has allowed me to meet a lot of people that are kind of on the same mission, you know, and, and, and kind of from the same upbringing. And mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, have musicians, you know, it's different, told different ballgame than me, but, you know, uh, to be able to kind of bounce back on situations and, you know, things. And he's, I would say he's younger than me, but he's a lot more ahead in, in terms of like success and, you know, uh, things that are materialistic. So uh, he, he's able to kind of give me some advice at times, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and just, you know, I mean, and just people in business, too. Like, my, my mentor, Frank Venegas, he's a steel worker. It's weird that you mentioned steel, but he owns a steel company. I know Frank. He's yeah. a great
0: guy. I know his son, Jesse, and his Jesse, daughter, all Lindsay, of them. All, yeah, all the, I used to
1: internet, ideal. I started, uh, when I got out of Juvia, I met Frank because... Oh, uh, I did. I did a little. I got in trouble for doing graffiti when I was younger, <laughs> and I almost didn't graduate in time. So, I went to DHCC, the Hispanic Center. Yeah. They uh they were offering credit recovery programs for people who you know had been locked up, and um, when they asked me why I was there, that told them because you know I just uh you know I got in trouble for graffiti, and they're like, man, we got all these buildings you could paint. Yeah. And so I had, sure enough, I took their word, painted some of their that stuff around the building, and then Frank is uh. Oh, I want to say he's a big sponsor for that place. And uh, one day I, I got to meet Frank, and you know uh, he asked me what I did, and you know when he asked me if it was any good, and I was like, <laughs> and then uh, from there on, like he became a mentor in business. Yeah, yeah. And so I was learn, I learned to cr- turn into. Once I was already learning from people like M- Pueblo and all them, then I met someone corporate, and it was like game over because it was like, you know, you get you get a different perspective, and yeah, my my whole thing though, the whole formula and and. And why I am where I am has been and has been because of the people who've uh uh invested in me and, and I feel like it's always been important to return that, you know, and yeah. to actually to listen. Like if someone's giving you advice to save you ten years of mistakes, you know, take that. You know, sometimes it's just all about how you take advice, you know, yeah. and, and the things, the intentions that people have for you and so Yeah, I'll say that.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, since you're throwing out names there, I want to throw out a few names here locally as well. Because, you know, our good friend, good friend of Mi Gente magazine is uh, Michael Reyes, uh, who used to work for Mi Gente way back, probably 20-some years to almost 25 years ago, goes by the name of Reyes. He's a poet in Southwest Detroit. You know him?
1: Yeah, it's crazy because I I caught up with him, I'll say, a couple months back. We had like a festival. And I didn't know how I felt about him when he first got to Detroit because, I mean, I feel like Detroit, the local scene has been real tra- traumatic with people moving in, people, you know, you know, trying to take over or like gentrify or change the neighborhood. And so when I when I had heard he wasn't from you, I and you yeah, know, people talk bad things about everybody, right? But uh, mm-hmm. I it wasn't until I got to meet him for myself that I really I got to like him, and I grew to like him, and I think that it was better that way because. You know, when I got to make my own interpretation of somebody, I I was able to, you know, develop my respect. And, you know, I, I had a like, we actually had a good conversation and I got to talk, touch base with them not too long ago. And I, I let them know that. I was like, hey, man, I don't know if I liked you before I met you, but I like you now. And then that's all that matters. And uh, and, he,
0: and here you're, you're painting now in his neighborhood yeah. where he grew up. Isn't that strange? <laughs> Ironically. Something? Yo, what's yeah. up with the cut? What's up, what, a, what about bur- <laughs> uh, Birdie? We, we got to talk a little bit about Birdie. Oh, man, you can chime in, Cassie, if you'd like.
2: Yeah.
1: Go ahead, Cassie. I'll let you go.
2: Well, Birdie is just an awesome guy. I mean, we brought in Freddie, and somehow Birdie must follow you, right? Is that the case? And mm-hmm. and he saw that Freddie was coming because we did some Facebook posts just announcing it, and he offered to come and help Freddie all week with the mural.
1: For me, it was like uh, he had reached out to me on Facebook, but he said he came across my work as a chief. Chiefie McFly I was like, this guy's on fire man It's my buddy from uh, Detroit right now he's uh, holding it down another one he painted the roller ring downtown and he's he's going crazy too and and I guess he followed Birdie followed chief and me and Sheev have been doing collaborations recently and he's one of my close friends too that I've known from you know my first intro into the art, Detroit art scene outside of Southwest and then um and, yeah, man birdie hit me up he's like yo uh, you know I'm from Saginaw and, and I'm really excited that you're coming because it's what we need we need we need to have you know more you know talented murals up and you know anything you need reach out you know my city is your city and I was like all right I was like cool man and then uh, I actually ended up needing somebody to help me hold ladders and, and and be around the first day I got here and he pulled up and he's been here since and man, I could tell that he's hungry and he wants to learn and he's there if you tell him to be there a certain time he's there. And uh, I'm grateful for him, man. He's been he's been nothing but uh, positive and 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 interesting uh, to be around. I, it reminds me a lot of myself, like when I was in Europe. And so it's just like uh, now I gotta shout him out. I, I feel like he he he's been doing a good job at uh, representing what it is to be you know, Saginaw resident.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. I really hope we can work with him again. We, We interviewed him last year and he just wasn't the right fit for one of our murals, but we're definitely gonna keep a spot open for him we love doing that with a great mural project we kind of we're trying to build that community with all of the artists here in saginaw and give them those opportunities to grow their skills and get paid gigs and um i mean can you talk a little bit more about because we actually found you freddie from the flint merrill project okay. that was how we got your recommendation because um, freddie's been in this area a lot
1: <laughs> yeah with joe yeah right joe yeah. and uh and charlie and and kevin and all those guys from flint Uh, i known them since I was a little kid. I was like maybe 15 or 16. When I was going out there, they were throwing aerosol and audio. They used to be a graffiti festival that they used to have yearly. And I used to just go out there and paint. And, you know, granted, uh, it wasn't. They didn't have the most funding, but, you know, they were very rich in in those roots and and that uh, culture. And so, um, sure enough, now a lot of those artists have transitioned into murals, and um, they've done a good job at, you know, bringing in, many, many different artists and, you know, beautifying or, mm-hmm. or polishing up uh, Flint. And uh, no, like, any time I go out there, it's love, too. You know, uh, even just with Mexicans, too. Like, I didn't even know this was my last time that I was on Flint. I didn't know there was Mexicans in Flint like that. And, boy! And uh, they turned up for me. I was happy. My boy, uh, he came through with his uh, lowrider. He looked really, really dope and pilot. And uh, took pictures in front of my mural. And so hopefully we get the lowriders on Saginaw. Did you know that... Uh, You know, the last edition of Lowrider Magazine was featured a a car from Flint. You know, he's on the cover of the last hard copy of Lowrider. That's a big deal. Yeah, we (laughs)
0: we have quite a community here of Lowriders, actually. And and one of them, Low for Life, is celebrating 25 years in the community September 5th. And they've got a big shindig that's coming uh, that they're putting on, and they they try to put on a car show every every year around um, September 16th. So that, that's my
1: uh, that's my guilty pleasure. I say I love low riding. I I, I that when I get older and I'm a dad, I'm gonna get I'm gonna have my lowrider. <laughs> that's gonna be my dad' uh, hobby.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Cassie, when you talk about the great mural project and and you talked about earlier saying that you kind of decided to go in a, a more diverse direction, what? caused that? What, what made you guys decide to want to do that? And because, I mean, we're just thrilled about it. Our community is right. just thrilled. And, and I'm talking about people on Facebook or people like Bobby DeLeon who stopped by as well yesterday. I was there. We were just so happy because, you know, I don't even think we realize that uh, how a mural could actually evoke mm-hmm. something within us. And it did.
2: Yeah, well, and we've always wanted to be that community piece, but then we started noticing the people, and unfortunately the three of us who are involved in this project are all white women, and we started noticing that a lot of, I mean, while we were bringing in some Latinos and some African American people in the community, we were noticing that we need to do more of a push. And so we were trying to expand out, and especially during the pandemic. I mean, you are noticing the divide. And Saginaw's always had this racial divide and some tension and different different subjects. And we just thought, what a better way to bring people together than by art. It It's a free form of entertainment. Anybody who can see that on a wall and, enjoyment, and enjoy it. Um, and so we've really been pushing ourselves to you know step out of our box step out of our personal connections and and use other people like alberto um, to find his connections and where can we how can we be more involved what can be representative of you and then when we set out our applications i mean freddie was like the star of the application Mm -hmm. to be able to work with la Estrella. but um we wanted to make sure that then we Did not overstep. This is totally about the Latino um, culture in Saginaw. We're not going to overstep. We're not going to put our own feelings into it because that's not, we don't have that place. And that's what we plan to continue to do. That's one of the reasons that we wanted to go into different neighborhoods, which the Southeast is one that came to mind and we had the opportunity. But we want to look at all of the different neighborhoods and what makes those neighborhoods them because I just feel like there's no better way than art to express that.
0: Yeah, and over on the north side of Saginaw and Wadsworth, we have the Union Civica Mexicana and that community has been there for since 1960 and it's a mixed community of course and it's really coming back, I think, from uh, years of inactivity and so I I really want to give kudos to the Great Murals Project for looking at it that way. And uh, I want to mention, yeah, I want to mention also on July 30th at 5 p.m., the La Estrella del Norte mural by Freddy Diaz will be revealed. And it's, it's taken him only five days to do this, believe it or not. <laughs> but check out the, the newest mural and then head to the Latin Fiesta Night at Friday Night Live at Morley Park. And I, I want to give a thanks also to Huntington Bank, who was the big sponsor yes. of this mural project with Freddie. And Freddie, any last words as we go out on a show when, you know, we're, we're just so thrilled to have you here. Thank you so much.
1: I just want to give a special shout out to uh, Saginaw, everybody out here. You guys have been great to me and I uh, hope... Definitely will be back to Vibachau and Thank you for allowing me to come bless you guys' neighborhood.
0: Thank you so much. Art are so important. We know this and for any thriving community. And thank you to the great mural project again that has brought forth Murals in Saginaw. And thank you for listening today to Mi Gente on Air, where we share Latino concerns, cultures, and contributions. Until next week, I'm your host, Larry Rodarte. And be safe and well. Adios, mi gente.